this episode of Dear College Students, I have a very special guest with me. He has been my best friend throughout childhood, celebrating almost over 20 years of friendship. And this is Miles Brinkley. Miles is a graduate of Stanford University, class of 2018, and currently serves as a technical consultant and account executive for a private cyber defense firm in San Francisco, California. Miles graduated Stanford with a double major in political science and Africana studies and plans to enroll in law school in the fall of 2021 to pursue a JD focusing on corporate and entertainment law. Miles, I thank you so much for being on this podcast episode today. Man, I've been following this for a while, my brother. It's, the honor is all mine. Thank you for having me. No problem. No problem, bro. And I want to start off by asking you, what about Stanford in particular caught your interest? Oh, man. Um, I think, uh, obviously, it's, it's, it's one of the more premier schools uh, in terms of, I guess, just the brand name and all the history behind it. But what really caught my eye is it, it differed a lot culturally from uh, mm-hmm. the Ivy Leagues and the schools, I guess, up north that uh, also were, you know, the, the dream schools that I would be applying to. It was in California, the weather was good, and I think that uh, the access you had to the professors and the world-class things they could teach you were a lot smaller. It, it felt more personal. Um, right. Everybody I talked to had a lot of good responses about it so i was i was ready to go for it right then and there wow wow now what motivated you to pursue a double major because i already know one major is hard but two majors i could only imagine honestly i i think uh one was a one was a, a passion major mm-hmm. and the other was something that i i think i needed so uh a lot of times people tell you, you know, like, do things that you... Sometimes those are hard. And, like, I have a genuine passion for African and African-American studies. But going into law school, almost everybody does political science. Right. So for me, I felt like I had to do it out of necessity. It was difficult. Um, something I would recommend only doing, you know, if you're absolutely sure about it. But for me, I felt like I needed it. So I had to go for it. Wow, wow. And what inspires you to pursue your JD? Because I know that that's a long road. So, like, where does your inspiration come from? I think as a as a kid, uh, I mean, we, we grew up together. But mm-hmm. Us two were always people that were very talkative, uh, very much at the, at the front of the room in terms of, you know, answering questions and being personalities. Correct. And so that's that's something that I wanted to do. Um, and, and use that skill set to combine with something I was interested in. And uh, as I was growing up, I think the law just naturally caught my eye. And so um, as I move forward and as I talk with more people, you know, we have these internships uh, and college experiences that are supposed to diversify our interests. Law always remained that thing that, you know, that tied me down and that I wanted to pursue long term. And so I felt that once I got a little bit of experience outside of school, you know, it was it's time to to really go for the, the thing that is going to fulfill your life. And for me, that's law. Wow. Wow. And I know, like, all of us, we all have trials and tribulations that we have to overcome, you know, in order to be successful, to get to who we are even today 
you know, where we are right now in this time period. And what are some of the hardships that you had to overcome um, during your college career or just in life in general? Oh, man. Question. Um, they were they were plentiful. For me, um, I think a lot of uh, a lot of the genuine stress comes down to what kind of you know curriculum and and what kind of work culture Stanford was, and it was really mm-hmm. you know bare to the bones. Like you know you're gonna we're gonna work you really hard, and we're expecting you to do a lot of things at once and be active in communities and have you know friendships and relationships. And balancing that, you know, in general is something that a lot of people don't admit is hard, but it's just a, a genuine thing. Like, rule number one, like, just balance everything you have. That's a hard task. And I think uh, on top of that, um, add a lot of things within my family life that, that were challenging. And um, a lot of that kind of piled up into a lot of mental health pressure that was... You know, at some points, impeding my my way of, of getting through school, uh, figuring out, you know, what I wanted to do in the middle, you know, off pot, off time between now and law school. And I think uh, you also kind of look at the state of the times and you go, you know, what's the point if we're just going to end up with what we have now? So motivation and a lot of internal factors were, were really hard and it was hard to do at a school that expects so much out of you. Um you know, I don't know what everybody on this podcast, I'm sure everybody believes and has different belief systems, motivation systems. But I know for me, uh, my belief and my faith was the, the only reason I got through it. But the hardships were there and they were they were many. Wow. Wow. That's that's deep. Yeah. And like like you said, you know, we all have our different um, places and different things that we believe in in order to keep us motivated on a daily basis and I could only imagine like I know that it's hard here at FAU but at Stanford I could only imagine some of the things that you've been through but I mean hey you're successful now you know you continue to push through and hey you got your degrees looking forward to law school etc cetera, etc cetera. and yeah man. <laughs> one, one... One thing, one, one thing I can say that I, I want everybody to know, I guess from my mouth, that Stanford does, like, you know, it has that brand name, it, it has all of the mystery behind, like, how hard it pushes you, but, I mean, I know firsthand from talking to you, man, and, and the amazing things you've done, FAU, UF, USF, you know, wherever you go, four-year schools are not easy to get through and we deal with the same things uh in different levels and in different variations so what i dealt with is is probably you know no harder than what anybody listening to this and has been featured on it is dealt with so it's, it's just about making it right right and what are some key values that you go by on a daily basis that's that's actually a very 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 important <laughs> and good question um you know, you, for me, I walk by faithfulness and, and that's not just, you know, uh, in any type of, you know, relationship or any type of manner. It's about being true to those who you came up with and those who you feel like you have some sort of duty to honor. So, uh, you got to walk right by people who put a lot into you, invested in you, you self. And that's what I consider my faithfulness, but Honesty and clear communication uh, for everybody that, you know, has ever worked in any type of environment, you want to have clear communication. And so 
I, I try and walk by that um, more than more than anything else. And for a third, it's you know you gotta you gotta take care of yourself. Self care is the other third pillar I walk by. Mm-hmm. And that that really means you know letting everybody know what you need from them, as well as letting yourself know what you need from yourself and both demanding and, and giving those things to you. And so I, I would say those three are things that I go by on a daily basis. Wow. Now, if you could turn back time and talk to your 18-year-old self, what would you tell him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, too, too many things. I think uh, two of the major things I'd be would be take your time. Uh 18 year old me had a had a whole world ahead of me. <laughs> I didn't know what I was getting into. Right. Um and I think uh like I would say take your time. Uh your values and other people's values and the world's gonna change a lot from you know stepped into college to when you step out and it's important to wade through that. And low key the other thing I would say is that you gotta give yourself time to learn. And one of the things I, I struggled with was, you know, growing up, like we were kids that didn't make a lot of mistakes at all. Right. Uh, we, we really, and I mean that for, you know, me, you, Eric, buddy, like everybody that really came through pelts and as we, as we scattered off, we were exemplary kids. So, you know, when you get to college and you, you do step on your foot sometimes and you trip up. Right. And I think I would want to tell my 18 year old self, it's okay to make those mistakes and, you know, if any point in your life you're going to do it, you need to do it in college because that's the best place you're going to learn from That That's definitely true. I can 100% agree with that. It's one thing to make a mistake in high school, but it's another thing to make it in college because of the fact, like, we're on our own. You know, college is the time yeah. where we're really sitting there trying to figure out who we are as a person. Absolutely. I, I 100% concur, and I hope, uh, I hope you know, it's like all students that are going forward and, and everybody prospectively who, who, you know, this important podcast gets to, uh, just know it's okay. You know, try your hardest and that does count, you know, outside of what people tell you. Like, trying your hardest and making mistakes is probably more valuable than trying to be perfect. I 100% agree with you there. And what is the most important thing that you have learned so far in your life? You come with the hard hitters today. <laughs> I had to today. with you. <laughs> oh man, that. Oh. You know what? Actually, I, I, I have a response to that. Forgiveness. Wow. Forgiveness is probably the most important thing that I, I have learned. Forgiveness for yourself, and forgiveness for those you know who have wronged you. Both of those are important. Like, like, you know, we said before, you're going to make a lot of mistakes. There's some people you, you just, you will wrong. You will cross. And some of the people you're going to cross in probably a big way. Mm-hmm. As long as you, you know, you mean it. And you mean it when you apologize. Uh, and you mean it when you, you know, say, I am actually sorry for, for what I've done. You know, whether they forgive you or not, you got to forgive yourself to move on. And for people who have wronged you, you gotta let that go at some point. Uh, it's you know I, I use that principle. Like I said, they gotta forgive themselves, and whether or not you forgive them, they're gonna have to walk on. And, and I'm sure 
they're gonna have to walk on pretty fine knowing you know I, I i did what i could i messed up because we're human and it's gonna get done to you but it's you know it's about knowing you know you you forgive them you don't have to keep them in your life if, if you know right. whatever situation is that bad but you gotta forgive them and you gotta you gotta be able to get on and i learned that lesson pretty hard a couple couple years ago but i had a lot of people including my relationship that was able to teach me like you got to know the value of sorry and you also got to know like at some point or another can't anybody hold it against you after a certain period of time so just keep on to keep walking yeah and i mean you know once you forgive that person even if they don't accept your apology all you can do is move on because at the end of the day you did what you had to do you know absolutely and if you could spend the day with three people of your choosing who would it be and why oh man oh of all of all the people man I think one person would be definitely Sade. Uh, I would I would really like to spend the day with, with my favorite artist of all time, trying to figure out how she went about her career in the way she did. She created a sound that hasn't been replicated uh, quite to the ability that she did since she was you know in her heyday, and she's revered across the globe. And I would really want to sit down and ask her, "How'd you do it?" and do you wake up every day knowing you're you're an icon to, to millions of people? Um, honestly, number two, I'm sure a lot of people are gonna say this, but you know, I, I say it for the same reasons. I want to sit down with Barack Obama mm-hmm. because I, I want to know, you know, both how he felt going about his turn. You know, does he understand the cultural significance, the historical significance he has? But also, really ask him some tough questions. You know, like for me. I think about a lot of decisions he had to make in his presidency. You know, he he did uh, author and command a lot of drone attacks that killed a lot of innocent people over in the Middle mm-hmm. East. And he had to make some tough decisions that, you know, haven't been popular for both people and Black people that live across the globe and in the Middle East as well. So I want to ask him just straight up, you know, person to person, man to man, like someone who cares about you how do you how do you go about you know reflecting on your time in the Oval Office um shoot I don't know number number three um it's gonna sound corny but if if I had to spend time with anybody it would it would be a a Pelts reunion I'd want to do a retreat somewhere (laughs) that's true go over we'd have to we'd have to we'd have to go over all the lessons we learned like have a dear college student podcast but between the four of us either five of us I really like to do that definitely you know what I'm actually going to keep that like at the top in the forefront of my brain because that actually does sound amazing to get all of us on one podcast together just reflecting on (laughs) our childhoods our teenage years and now our I mean basically adult years you know and some of the challenges that each of us had to go through in order to get to where we are and to become the successes that we all are you know today i hit the group chat about it you ain't gotta worry about it i hit the group <laughs> chat about it tomorrow we'll be right on that definitely and last question what is one piece of advice that you would give to a college student who is thinking about throwing in the towel <sighs> normalize that that's my advice sit with it sit with that decision and before you do anything else, tell yourself, it's okay that I feel this way. 
and that's gonna make your ability to come back and your ability to finish and your ability to withstand is it's gonna boost it the number one thing for people you know college students for me in my experience when you know I've, I've been in the moments mm-hmm. you know everybody's been in the moments when you're ready to be you're ready to quit be done and the one thing you got to tell yourself is that this isn't unnormal this is okay that I feel this way because I think the one thing that fills your head is shame right, right? like I'm ready to I'm ready to drop out I'm ready to go home I can't do this anymore um and you know what's people gonna think of me I'll come back I, I, I didn't complete it what are my friends gonna think they out here finishing you gotta tell yourself like this is perfectly normal this is okay this is actually a good thing I'm checking in with myself it's a good thing that I feel this way because it means that I'm accepting and and coming to grips with the fact that college is abnormally hard it's difficult yeah. it's it's, it's so hard to get through and then it chase your dreams and ambitions I mean I've, I've seen you like in the in the hospitals up to like 3, 4, 5 a.m. doing them like late night shifts and I'd be thinking I'm like I don't know how he's sick through yeah. it I'd have, I'd, have, I'd have been quit I'd have been quit that but we all we all have something that we want to do it for and I think like my one piece of advice would be before you do anything else making that decision say the words this is okay this is good say those words to yourself affirm it let them know you know like it's okay for me to be going through this right now and it doesn't make me a failure and when you tell yourself that you're going to get to the right decision either way whether that's like hopefully you do keep going but if you need to take a break if you need to say hey i i can't do it right now you got to know that that's okay and that's the one advice one piece of advice i would have to give if anybody's going through that right now is tell yourself it's okay before you make any decision and then when you do that you'll be at peace no matter where you go and that's how you know know, your steps are being ordered wow miles i want to say thank you so much i really have been looking forward to this episode because i know it's very hard to get in contact with you because you are literally all over the place like i'll call you one day you over in the uk the next day you somewhere else i'm like hey this man is doing his thing but i really appreciate you for taking time out of your day to really be on this podcast man you know this this is a family thing this this goes back way way further than when these these guys have had me on a plane uh being shipped out somewhere <laughs> definitely some places sometimes involuntarily but you know i always got to my brother this honor was mine this podcast has made thousands of people uh happier and, and better healthy humans and i've seen that impact over you know the past half a year past year and, and you're doing an amazing thing and i'm just happy to be a part of it i appreciate that and to all my listeners that are out there please continue to like subscribe and just listen to your favorite episode share it don't hesitate to spread the word and thank you all so much and i hope you all have a great day thank you g yep.